Come on, come on. Who's ready to experience the SNW? This is my final version of the inaudible conversation between me and my good friend Big Al on the SNW experience. So sit back, relax, and here we go. Because 
it does make sense for the Bucky to have it. But just, no. He needs to find another Captain America. I guess. Yeah. I don't know, someone said, I, post, I posted it on Twitter and they're like, oh no, it makes sense for Bucky to have it. He just hasn't had like a redemption arc that proves he's earned it yet. And that's what they're going to do in the series. I'm thinking, like, he has to prove that he earned the shield. I mean, I'm, he could have killed Captain America, but he didn't. Are you telling me that's not earning it? He fought alongside the Avengers. That isn't earning it? I think he has redeemed himself. Yeah. in that fight in the airport that, uh, that really kind of loses a bit of its sting once you realize they're not actually trying to hurt each other they're just like trying to subdue there's only one person actually trying to kill somebody and that's Black Panther because he thinks Bucky killed his dad everyone else is just like subdue this fight ends in like one minute if Iron Man and War Machine just start blasting so anyways, I'll start blasting. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Um, there's this like, nice little Easter egg in Civil War that connects to Incredible Hulk. Because you remember in Incredible Hulk, there was that scene where they used like those Stark industry sound cannons on him? And they made like this yeah. like, high-pitched sound. In Civil War, Rhodey's war machine armor has this new sound cannon equipped. And it makes that exact same sound. In an interview, Kevin Feige said, that's the same technology that they used in those big vans. They've just advanced it and miniaturized it so that Rhodey could fit it on his armor and have it be the star cannon. So, there's that nice bit of consistency for you. Oh, my God. I don't want sports. I want sports, and something happened, and I'm like, ah, okay. I don't know. It's, it's a long story to explain. Yeah, I get it. I'm not really a sports guy myself. Do you know about the single greatest comeback? And like, it's it's quite a famous story. This it's um. What, Tiger Woods. It's an esport. No, 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 this is worse. Alright, this is, this is, this, this is a major comeback story. So, yeah. it's, a, it's these two Dota 2 players, um, Fly and No-Tail. Okay. And these two guys, like, sort of came up together in esports. They were, like, part of the same teams, you know, they were good friends for so long. And they used to always get bounced between different rosters. And you know, they didn't like that because they felt if we got we were put on a roster and we you know had time to grow on it, we'd play very well. So instead of like trying to find an organization that would take them, they founded one of their own and it, they called it OG. Nobody knows what it means, not even them. They just they just came up with the name. And um you know, they built a team, 
Brian, uh, Brian Hill, they built a team around it, and they played quite well. They won what's called majors, which are like invitational tournaments to get into like a big tournament in Dota. In Dota, they have something called the International. It's a tournament that happens every year. It has the biggest prize pool in esports. And people, every single year that, the, that OG has come in, they'll be like, yeah, OG is going to win. But they've never made it to like the playoff brackets ever. And they did it four times. They've won four majors, and they've tried four times to make it, like, to win the international. It's never happened. The whole principle behind the team was that, you know, this is, like, more than a team. It's more like a family. You're friends with these people. You're not just teammates. What happened after their fight try is that Fly and another player, three months before the international, left the team. They went to another team that bought them out, that paid them like triple the money. Uh-huh. And Notale felt very betrayed by this. You know, he started his, his best friend for 10 years betrayed him. And he, his roster was like torn apart because he was missing two very key positions. So he takes his coach, who hasn't played professionally about four years, puts him on the team. He finds a, a guy from uh, from Finland who's never played an international tournament ever in his life. Put him onto the team. And then, they miss a deadline where normally you get invited into the tournament, but now what they had to do is they had to play through the open qualifying, which is like 200 and something teams. And only one of them out of all those 200 teams, they played like a tournament to get into the international. So they had to play through all of that. So they get in and um, they start dunking on every single opponent that they, that they come across. Like nine months didn't practice Dota. One of their players 
just went back home and switched off his phone. He just like he was out of it. They go back to practice three months before the international. They come in and they shit stop every single opponent that they have. They win the thing again. And no other team has ever wanted back to back. The first time was a struggle. The second time they memed on people and they won it. What happened to the other guy? Fly. Oh, he... His team is in the shits right now. They had... They had their best players sold because their team wasn't making any money. They didn't win any majors. So that team is like... They're literally scraping the bottom of the barrel of the challenge at this point. Hey man, sometimes that's where you find those diamonds in the rough, man. Guys, nobody wants. Okay, but to be fair, they haven't found any so far. Though. Yeah. To be fair, dude, that's kind of how Brad Bird. You know, Brad Bird directed movies like Iron Giants, The Incredibles, Mission Impossible Four. So that the he directed The Incredibles, like. His team mostly consisted of people who were either on their way out or people nobody wanted to work with. That's, that, that was a request he made. He, like when he went to the Pixar with this idea of a movie about superheroes, but portrayed as people, like they have family shit to do, like Bobby's job and all that. He, he wanted to hire people who were on the way out, people who hated their fucking job, people... Nobody wanted to work with. He wanted a certain kind of people, like, essentially the bottom of the barrel. He wanted that bottom of the barrel to work with, and it turned out they were the best fucking people he could have asked for. Because The Incredibles is a dope movie, man, and a lot of the people who were on their way out ended up staying. A lot of the bottom guys became top guys. And just, you know, tough shit happens. That sounds like a very interesting relationship. You are you were a bottom, but now you're on top. What the fuck? Why are you gotta make it weird, man? This kind of sounds the way you phrase it. I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. <laughs> that you find weird, but the Spider-Man sugar baby shit. Oh, like, oh, that's just normal. He's definitely a sugar baby. Just what the? Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> Shit, man. Oh. Shit, oh. Hey, 
like you hear about that? Um, like something you reply to. Yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking about it. Does, does it. Do you ever hear about that, um, that Wooly Wonka prequel? Did I ever tell you about that? There's a Wooly Wonka prequel? Yeah, they're uh-huh. going to make a prequel to Child in the Chocolate Factory. It's going to be about Wooly Wonka. The two frontrunners are Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland to play the roles of Willy Wonka. It's going to be one of those two. Really? Yeah, I'd I'd love to see that. Tom Holland is Willy Wonka. Yeah, go for it. The creepy dude from Child and the Child Factory. Do you remember that scene at the beginning where the the dog was saying, Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka, ding, 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 and then they caught fire. And they went on slow, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And the face was melted and shit. And he was just standing there laughing. You seriously think Tom Holland could pull that off? Yeah, he could. But obviously not, like, as secluded. Like, this is a Willy Wonka that's so learning, obviously. You know, how to uh, master his craft, so to say. The question and is, I don't think he'll... Yeah. he'll Unhinged as that Willy Wonka, these things are burning. He's like, oh yay! Oh yeah, the Willy Wonka who sees like a a kid gets sucked up the tube, and he's like, oh, I'm like, there he goes on the tour, you know, just (laughs) that was funny. That was quite funny. I think that movie, that movie. If it came out today, would have like so many child abuse claims. <laughs> like what tickets are fat and shit. Like he goes huge. And then they roll the house. Dude, just roll it. Just... Oh god. <laughs> They'd say like it's 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 fat shaming people. Like what the? F- oh dude. Just... Oh, man. Hey, those people got fucked up towards the end, man. You remember that end scene that showed what happened to all the... The one kid got all stretched out, and the one chick was, like, all flexible, but she's purple now, like gum. And, and the, okay, I guess the one, the rich chick didn't get it so bad. I mean, she fell on the trash chute, but after a shower, she's going to be fine, so... Yeah, after one shower, she's gonna be alright. Yeah, everyone else is fucked. <laughs> Those other kids. Especially that, that Mike TV dude, he's all stretched out and flat, dude. Like, damn. How do you explain that to people? Like, oh yeah, so I got invited to the Willy Wonka factory, and then I got sucked into a TV. Not like this. Yeah. That's just, that raises all kinds of questions. Just, what happens if there's a strong wind? Just, does it like float away? I mean, <laughs> it just, it just, it just floats. I think the, the chick with like the flexible bones and shit, like who's basically gum now because she ate that gum, like, I think she could some semblance of normal because she was an athlete anyway she was doing gymnastics and shit so she's gonna be even more athletic so did she come off worse or better 
it's just the way you see it, I guess. Yeah. But like, even, she, she even tells the mom, like, look, mom, I'm even more flexible now. And the mom was like, yeah, but you're purple. Just, just head to toe purple. I mean, oh, jeez. That was funny. That was weird. That, that movie did some weird things, but it was, it was a good movie. Yeah. It was just, it was creepy how dude just nonchalantly like, oh, there they go. Like, oh, well, that happened. Just move on. Like, who's next? <laughs> uh, it makes me wonder if we won't had any competitions before that. What happened to those kids? Dude. What would have happened to Charlie? That's, that's my question. If, fuck, what if they didn't, what if my TV hadn't jumped on the TV? What would the next room have been? Yeah, the reviews are, but I guarantee you, after all the patches, they will review it again. 
Like No Man's Sky. Yep. Do these, do these ladies have any other jobs? 
With Iris West, they actually explained that. They said the reason Iris was a reporter is because they, re- they needed some way of explaining why she kept showing up at every crime scene. You know, like, they couldn't have it beyond the police force, so... Make her a cop. Yeah, she was in that, too. She was a police... She was a police woman. I mean, nah. Not as, I mean, Darion is a cop. That explains why he's already at the scene. Well, he's not a cop, per se. He's an analyst, but... You know, he's the CSI guy. He works with the cops. Yeah, he works with the cops. He's like Sean Spencer from Psych. Huh? From Psych. You remember Psych, the dude who pretended to be a psychic? Still the psych movie, did you? Yeah, I heard about it from you, but I never watched it. Yeah, the sequel was supposed to come out sometime last year. I don't know what happened though. Some kind of delay. There's been a lot of those lately. Yeah. It seems we've been talking for a while now. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, final thoughts, man. Superman Returns, Sugar Babies, DC. What? Any final thoughts, man? Reading an article there. Yeah. Well, reading an article here that, um, that they said some, somebody came up with a rumor that Chris Evans would be returning for um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, I remember hearing that. And he was like, news to me. Yeah, he was like, what? Since when? So I'm reading it. And yeah, it seems like they, they pretty firmly shut it down. Yeah. Hey, speaking of shut down films, I'll leave with this. Remember, uh, you know Tom Cruise filming his Mission Impossible movie? He had a, he had a, he had a freak out on set, man. There was these two dudes who went following the social distancing thing and he let loose on him, man. He was like Christian Bale on Terminator Salvation. He just lost it. He was like, I don't ever want to see you do it again. Ever. He was. He went on this tower and he's like, we are the future of this industry. If this movie shuts down, thousands of people will lose their jobs. <laughs> I think he's just stressed, man. It's just some stress right there. Dude. Uh... Hey, I'll just, like, we'll leave on that, man. Uh, till next time, man. Yeah, man, see you. See you on. Yeah.
local Starbucks to order my usual fare. A double vanilla latte with whipped cream and cinnamon sprinkles. Was asked to leave the establishment cause I didn't have a fucking man.